I'm Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. I'm the gamer in yellow. And we're here to discuss those internet stories, most creepy and most pasta, and be critically silly doing it. And tonight we have O Devorador. Or, as it is in English, The Devourer. So, we're doing um, a creepypasta that I pulled off of the creepypastabrazil.wiki. Uh, because... A couple last couple of months, we've been getting a fair amount of traffic from Brazil and South America. So I figured, why not check to see if there's if there's a, a big um, creep pasta community uh, in those countries? And sure enough, I found creepastabrazil.wiki, which has seems to have creepypastas that aren't just like translated ones that we've already recognized, like Jeff the Killer. Although apparently he's very big in the other creepypasta communities as i've discovered um but uh yes so o devorador or the devourer uh is was posted on creepypastabrazil.wiki by urcon br and is credited to horror play uh so kind of dive into the into the uh the rundown uh so this this narrator is um returning to brazil um because his uh, family has been killed. Um, and uh, while dealing with the, this loss, um, he is doing his own, he's doing uh, diary entries and taking antidepressants as a psycho- psychiatrist has advised him to do. Um, and while he was going through the, uh, the remains of his, his family, like their, their personal effects and such, not the not actual remains, the remains. Yeah, not the I'm actual headless curious. remains, um, <laughs> as they were all found headless and, such um uh oh no he he gets uh his brother's diary uh through the uh the post office mm-hmm. um and be, uh despite fearing what he's going to read he decides to read it um and basically from may 28th 2012 on to um that would be august 18th 2012 um he discovered he uh his uh his little brother um basically goes into entries about um on his birthday uh he got this horror book with some strange rituals in it on summoning this thing called the devourer um and so he becomes very infatuated with it this this creature that when you summon it uh it will not be satisfied until it kills the summoner everybody the summoner loves and then eventually, like the de- the devil will be be pleased with it and reward it with gluttony uh, and power. Um, interesting reason to summon a demon, <laughs> but uh, I digress. Um, him and his him and his friend are over at the friend's house uh, on a sleepover, and they decide to use the book and and invoke the devourer. Um, they. Do, uh, they incite, they recite the uh, the incantation, um, and then the lights all go out, and their minds just like uh, in their minds they see this these, this wall of a thousand eyes watching them, 
and then they they black out and wake up the next day um and it looks like they've just like nothing happened like they're the pentagram they wrote they they drew in the ground and the in the floor uh is no longer there like nothing strange happened until the next entry when his friend gets a hold of him because he's been having dreams of of severed headed children um warning him that the devourer is observing them and or d- observing the friend and uh, that's going to get them uh the next t- next entry is basically the friend has died and his whole family has been killed uh, apparently he killed his parents um and so there's this kind of serious tone sh- shift <laughs> Uh, then the next one is he gets an email from his friend, uh, basically warning him that, uh, the creature is coming for him and he should kill his parents to save their souls. And so only that the devourer only gets his, um, then he gets dreams about the, uh, the, the, the headless children, uh, warning him that, uh, the, the devourer is coming for him. And then the devourer shows up in the next in the last of the entries um it already gets uh, by the time uh, he tries to like help his family his family's already being devoured um and he's locked himself in a closet as he waits for the creature to get him and then the creature gets him um so then we cut to back to the narrator after he finished reading um his his brother's diary he threw it against the wall uh and a a photo fell out of it and uh he took it and on it was a uh, some writing. Uh, now that now that you know the story, you know the name of the creature, and it is not to be named. So now it's going to go for you as a trophy. The devourer is behind you. Dun dun dun. And the photo is presumably the photo that accompanies the story, uh, which is uh, which I'll get to in my actual thoughts on it. Um, basically, it's the monster eating um, a woman. Uh, out of her bed. It was a little child. Oh, like a girl, yeah. Uh, all right. So that was the rundown of uh, the Devourer. So um, now, full disclosure: this is this. This was we 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 used Google Translate to translate this, so we really can't do grammar acquisitions. I know. I'm sure there's one of you out there that. Really likes our grammar acquisitions, maybe. <laughs> to that but, one uh, person. Why? We're... <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. So we're we yeah. So we don't really have much of a we we can't really do much with the grammar because it's a different language and there's things lost in translation, and we're already using a butchered English translation using Google Translate, so. Uh, yeah, we apologize. Um, gets a light pass. Yeah, on grammar, light pass. Um, so we're just gonna dive right into the actual thoughts, unless somebody wants to stop me. I will take that silence as in. <laughs> no, so fine, cool. Uh, so this is in the the first bit of this story. Um, the clock starts to chime, and it means that he is coming to me. At every stroke, he approaches, sniffing my fear. He is close. I feel his presence in my room. The door opens. And then I see him. Screams. Uh, screams is in brackets, so it's presumed that the character is screaming. Uh, not, not, not the devourer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Although, that would be just terrifying, I think. 
Um, and then the next paragraph, like right after, there's a, bit of a paragraph drop. Uh, after four years out of Brazil, I come, I come back, not because I want to, but because I need to bury my parents and my brother. So, and then it goes on about like why he's like in and, and like what happened with the murders and stuff. So there was there obviously there are some issues with grammar like uh, and structure on this on account of the rough translation, like I mentioned. Um, like there's a lot of commas with periods or where periods probably should be, but that's that's basically that's all I'm going to cover with like any kind of grammar position thing. Um, I, I sort I'll of counter the, you on this one okay. instance though. Yep, of course you're going. <laughs> this entire. <laughs> Like long thing of him going over all the stuff in his head. Yeah, it's all commaed out. It's because mm-hmm. he's like under stress of being that, stalked by monsters. Like, oh god, he's gonna kill me. He's gonna do this. He's gonna do that. He's gonna do that. That's fair. Yeah, it's it's basically just a con- like a run on, but it's it makes sense in in the uh, situation. Mm, he hand. didn't have time to think out his sentences and yeah. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, uh, but that's not really the point. That wasn't entirely the point of my like of why I re- why I read those. So this beginning section, I sort of got the impression that this first segment was the last bit of the little brother's diary. Yep. And then just as the little brother meets his fate, we transition next to the older brother returning home from out of the country on account of the murders. Right. And to me, it feels very reminiscent of like a late nineties, early mid aughts horror film, like the kind where, um, the connected victim to the protagonist in the story is shown getting killed off by the monster. Um, and then it cuts to, it fades, it cuts away to either the title of the film and, or the protagonist picking up the pieces after discovering that his fa- his, his friend or connected victim of the, of the, of the protagonist um, has been murdered. And like, now he's got to like basically pick up the pieces and look into it. And then they discover the horror of the monster and the plot as a result of that. So like you see like that in scream, you see that in like stay alive, jeepers, creepers, etc. Um, and it feels very cinematic to me in a way. Like it's, Oh, like it is cinematic because it's basically like how, the, how those kind of movies were done. Um, and I wouldn't actually be surprised. Oh, and, and like, it, it almost like uh, it goes from like this cinematic field directly into like kind of a found footage equivalent style of writing because we go into like the diary entries after that. So I wouldn't be surprised if this kind of like this little intro bit was inspired by those kind of movies. Um, the story was posted at least roughly around 2013. So um, like, yeah, it would, I, I'd be interested to see if like that was kind of the inspiration for that part of the writing. Uh, my next thing here on the note uh, is... Well, uh, before you move on... Yeah. Uh, my issue is unfortunately grammar-related. Son of a bitch. <laughs> and it's uh, when it ends with screams, there is no new paragraph to sort of differentiate between it changing perspective. That's yeah. true, yeah. There, there could have been like a horizontal line or something to, Even to just differentiate a space down things yeah because it's, it's still part of the same paragraph right yeah i did actually find myself like oh, in my own google doc version of the story i end up like basically spacing out the paragraphs myself <laughs> to like better figure it out <laughs> oh parse it so but yeah All oh right. and that's not a translation issue because it's like that in the original so yeah so it needs to be like, yeah, it has to, 
there some space like a, some kind of like divider or something that would have been, would have helped i think hmm. i thought we said we weren't doing grammar acquisitions screw <laughs> <laughs> you were doing them <laughs> blackjack and hookers in fact forget the blackjack uh, the intro was kind of weird for me too cuz like it starts with um one being stalked and killed and then it immediately cuts to um this like the other character but at the moment i didn't know it was another character i'm like how did this person witness the murders and like survive yeah but then then you realize it's the brother yeah yeah and then it's the second there so it's like but he but like the information is there almost like he witnessed his brother being killed but yet he's returning after the deaths happened like it was really confusing at the start yeah, because like in a movie, this would make sense because you'd have the establish. Basically, it's the establishing shot of the movie um, to kind of give the characters like a hint of the monster, and then it cuts to the next play. The actual like it's basically the fake out protagonist versus the mm. actual protagonist. Um, but yeah, in writing, sometimes it doesn't work. Sometimes it does. It's it depends on how you you handle it. Um, do we have anything else for the first section before we go into the actual entries? Nope. Uh, the last part I have here is essentially um, by the end of this paragraph, he's mailed his brother's journal. So, like, preemptively, I wrote down, I hope it doesn't end with a quote like this, like with the start quote at the end of the journal, because if he died, how would he mail the journal? It happens in Supernatural. It's Supernatural. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, I understand. It, it, it is kind of a that's sort of jumping the gun a bit, but I wrote that down before I left the first paragraph. Yeah, and I mean you're not wrong again. Like yeah, it is basically the last entry of the log, so it it, it kind of leaves you to like to either I, I guess believe that like maybe the monster mailed it or like the like some somebody some other force post off or sent this to them so that they would be the next victim. Like maybe that's how the the monster spreads. Yeah. Like it, like a dead man tell no tale, except when the monster wants it to. <laughs> mm, yeah, and we'll get to that when we get to the end. Yeah. Uh, okay, so we're gonna move on to the next to the first of the entries, um, May twenty eighth, twenty twelve. Um, so this is the the quote here. Um, uh, the best gift I found was a book called The Devourer. It is a horror book with some strange rituals. One day I will still do it to see if it exists. So. This this will this will play into an issue I have with particular ritual pastas, uh, and and the one in here and more in particular. Um, I think it would be an interesting take on a ritual pasta if the would be summoner didn't realize the tome in which they were they got the ritual from was an actual ritual. Like, what if it was? What if the like the ritual was actually like just dressed up in a um, uh, a choose your own adventure style book like a like think uh i i feel like a choose your own horror book like a misunderstanding on like oh it's just like a play thing it's like a like a toy or it's like a choose your own adventure choose your own horror story uh thing but then really have that like actually within its like within its pages is actually a ritual to summon something i think would actually be an interesting take on a ritual pasta story because 
it it kind of gets a gets away of the uh, gets gets uses the the plot elements of a ritual pasta, but doesn't make it that the uh, the the summoner is doing something that is going to kill them, um, especially in especially in this kind 13. of yeah he's thirteen. But I mean in this instance, like this ritual, I'll, I'll get to it in a second, but this ritual just seems really odd. But I'll get to that in uh, in about a, in an entry or two, because uh, that's going to actually be my the segue to my next uh, comment. But I don't have anything for the next entry. So, um, do you guys have anything for for this entry? Um, May twenty no. eighth. Yeah. Okay. Mine's essentially just so he's thirteen years old birthday, yeah. and he gets a legit ritual summoning book for his birthday. Yeah, that's why some I asshole kind of gave him this. <laughs> yeah. really I mean, this kid. Yeah, I mean, maybe there's some kind of like cultural thing we're not getting. <laughs> like maybe it's like you grow up a lot older, or grow up a lot, uh, uh, a lot faster, <laughs> or maybe it's just something a little bit more like something like as a joke. I don't know. No, it's no. equivalent to giving a 13 year old a gun, though, <laughs> which no. some Americans do. Technically, yeah, but that doesn't mean it's cool. Like I know eleven. I, I've seen footage of an eleven-year-old at a gun convention that can like, uh, like basically clean, like basically uh, strip down a gun and put it back together in te- in thirty seconds. <laughs> yes, like eleven-year-old does that. <laughs> like, so okay. yeah, it, I think it it, it might be uh, dependent on like where this is taking place. Which is better analogy stuff. might be like. Yeah. If you wired your entire house up with explosives and gave the detonator to your 13 year old kid and told yeah. him not to press it, yeah, <laughs> I am Groot. No, yeah. <laughs> kill us all. Send a guy tape. Yeah, I think I figured it out. The gift was actually from the brother. That son of a bitch. So he sent it home. And he's like, oh yeah, I gotta send some gift to my brother. He found it in an antique shop, sends it home, and then <laughs> Oh, so it's basically dies. the opening of uh, it's the opening of uh, Gremlins. <laughs> uh, where the dad goes to the uh the, the Chinatown shop of of mystery and gets the Mogwai. I think it's just some cute, like banal thing, and not realizing there's some serious like um like consequences to do to disobeying it and giving it to your like I think sixteen-year-old son or seventeen-year-old son in that one. <clears throat> but look what happened there! Like the entire town was ra- was rampaged by by gremlins. So yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I, again, I have I have a note on on like this ritual as well. And I, I do think that like a cho- like if the if the ritual book like was actually done up like a choose your own adventure kind of thing, like it was it was it, it seems harmless until you start reading until you go through it and then you realize that you've accidentally summoned a demon whoops yes that's my point my point yeah. is it's a legit actual summoning to a legit actual monster in this world that yeah. gets into a kid yeah like you do if it was hiding yeah. its intentions then that's fine but yeah but this one is just straight up like no it's a horror it's it's a summoning book <laughs> so um all right if there's nothing else for may 28th we'll move on to uh what does it say there? Uh, June second. Yeah, May second. Yeah, wait. <laughs> June second. June second. June second. Yeah, wait. <laughs> <I'm back in laughs> time. Yeah. 
Uh, so June 2nd. Um, does you guys have anything for this one? I really didn't other than like, because it's just about the kid being very fascinated with the Devourer and we're getting a little bit more information about the, the creature. I'm waiting for Mikey to speak because he's normally second in line, but he's taking forever, That's... so yes, I do. Okay. Mikey, I guess you have nothing on this one? Yeah, I got nothing. Okay. Okay. Maybe maybe next time, tell us. We we can't see you. <laughs> we really hear you on Discord. He just like shakes his head. It's like okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, we don't. We haven't done voice calls yet. Soon, maybe. I don't know. This is a voice call. Yeah. I mean, I mean, uh, I meant fuck. <laughs> I meant, I meant <laughs> cam, <laughs> like a like a like a video call. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway. Um. So, go ahead. Yeah. Kid starts describing the monster. Yeah. Um. I like the way that this monster is getting its backstory because it's literally handed to the protagonist to tell us via journal, journal entries. Yeah. So the protagonist can get really specific about facts about the monster without it being unbelievable that the character knows all this. Because he, he's he reading really it. Well. Transcribing it for, yeah, he's transcri transcribing it or transferring uh, information from one book to a journal. And then uh, my second point is I'm a little confused on the creature's powers. So uh, <laughs> the devil then satisfied with his gluttony. The devil then satisfied with his gluttony. There should be two commas there. Grammar, yay. Uh, rewarded him by turning him into a demon in which his power is to torment his victims with greed so that in the end, when there was nothing left, they would devour it. So the problem here is... I don't understand... <laughs> power set because like he's a creature of gluttony he's given the power to cause greed so that makes his victims greedy and when the greed ruins the person he eats them i, I guess i think maybe my my thing is like the my, my issue with this I, again it's, it's probably just a translation issue is that there's no um we don't really know if if he is for the devourer or the person who summoned the devourer because, like, to me, I almost think that that might be that the devil is satisfied with his glutton, with the devourer's gluttony, rewards yes. the summoner by turning them into a demon, with uh, in which his power is to torment his victims with greed and whatnot, blah blah blah. So basically, oh. it's like almost like it might be like a pumpkin head situation where um, the person summons pumpkin head to get vengeance on 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 the people that wronged them, and then. But the problem with that with that ritual is that once Pumpkinhead finishes his duty, Pumpkinhead basically turns uh, like the person who summoned Pumpkinhead becomes the next Pumpkinhead. I didn't know that. That's how that worked. Yeah, yeah in the in the first movie, that's basically spoilers for a movie from like from the from the eighties. <laughs> but uh, yeah, um, yeah, basically it's it's a it's like a really like it's basically a death revenge uh, ritual because you you're even though you're getting revenge, you're damning your soul um, yeah. because you're going to become the next demon. And that's okay if that's the case, but it doesn't really say that. Yeah, and it, they, yeah, that's it's, there's a little bit of confusion, and that might be because of the 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 translation error, the translation. The Honestly, I think situation. I think you might just be assuming that because you know of movies like Pumpkinhead, because I didn't. That, that's that also at all. it too. Yeah, like they, I guess the the demon just gets a gets a power up after if the devil likes what he's done, like what he's done. No, it's like the demon was a dude, like. Ate animals, and then ate his wife, and then ate his family, and then oh, because he did all those evil okay. things, yeah, the devil was satisfied with the the person's gluttony as the person being what he was before he was the devourer, and then rewarded him by turning him into the demon, as in the devourer. 
Yeah. Okay. I, I and see. What that demon yeah. has the power to torment his victims with greed. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. So we're still in like the origin story of the devourer. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. But again, my whole point on this note is it's weird that the person who became the devourer, his entire thing was gluttony, but he's given the power of greed. Like to make yeah, others greedy, almost, I guess. I, like, which I could see. Okay, so here's the thing. I, I'll get to it in because the, the next entry, I'm going to get to like w my beef with the ritual itself, like the whole, okay. the whole, like why would you summon this thing? So well, we can um, talk about. So it there's nothing else for this entry. I, I just, I just okay. wanted to bring up my confusion with his power set there. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's that's totally reasonable. Um, all right. So actually, it's a good segue to the next thing. So in 0707. 2012, so July 7th. Um, yesterday, I went to sleep at a friend's house, and something very strange happened. We decided to do the Devourer invocation ritual. We made an inverted pentagram on uh, in his room, and we wrapped the ends with a candle. And we pronounced the following words. Uh, and then it goes into... Uh, I, I, guess I'll, I guess I'll mention it. No, I guess I'll, I guess I'll, invo I guess I'll, I'll recite the, the invocation. Hopefully the devourer doesn't do show the pentagram, up. It's fine. Hmm. What? What was that? I haven't made an inverted pen pentagram as well, so it's not going to okay. actually. That's true. <laughs> um, I invoke the Lord of Hunger, Pain, Destruction, the Lord of that of that which exists between desires, the one in which we must not pronounce the name, the one in which we will give our heads as a trophy, the one in which. He will watch over us until we reach insanity and when we are desperate and he is totally tired of playing with us. <laughs> Sorry. And he is totally tired with, of playing with, will kill us and end all of those we love. I invoke the devourer. I mean, the devourer. Um, for a moment, all the lights in the house went out and I saw in my mind thousands of eyes on the walls watching me watching me all right so that was the ritual like the invocations of that and then like when they they pass out and they wake up with a popsicle stick in their mouth uh but lacking a pentagram on the floor uh and like as if nothing happened um so my issue here with the ritual in particular is why would you summon this creature if it's just going to eat you your friends and everyone you else you know and love like what's the like what's the gain um is is it just to see if it's real I, f I feel like this gets used a lot in ritual pastas when really um historically rituals are you like to summon like when you use a ritual to summon a demon it's usually uh to utilize the the creature or the entity uh or the force um uh for some kind of monetary gain or like a risky but beneficial gain um, finding treasure, for example, by summoning a ghost and asking, "Hey, where's the treasure uh, hidden?" Or um, gaining gaining one's deepest desires, like the crossroads demon thing, um, getting or or getting revenge on someone, like say the uh, the pumpkin head ritual uh, from the from the movie, or um, uh, basically summoning a demon to go after a uh, uh, some one of your 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 enemies, um, that kind of thing to bring them bad luck and all that stuff. In this, it's just really self-destructive, and and I guess that in itself would be a good reason narratively to use this 
use that motive like of like why are you using this ritual oh to like off yourself in some really elaborate way or some really like fantastical way but then you're also going to take out everyone that you know and love so like i guess if i'm going to hell i'm taking everyone else with me (laughs) um it it just see and like like you mentioned earlier uh gamer with like it it's weird that this kid who is 13 years old and uh and is really is really interested in the devourer like why would he why is he interested in, in this whole thing? Like he seemed like kind of like a happy thirteen-year-old, according to the the first ent- journal entry. But like I just, it seems really weird that this ritual, like there's no real gain to this ritual other than you off yourself. I get it. Yeah, I have two words for you though. Sure. Bloody Mary. Is the why do people? Bloody Mary? Yeah, I why know, do I know. people do Bloody Mary? That is a, the entire idea is she shows up and kills you, right? I'm going to double check that. Um, no, not the drink. <laughs> <laughs> it shows Bloody up Mary and kills you. <laughs> okay. Historically, the, the divination ritual encouraged young women to walk up to uh, walk up a flight of stairs backwards, holding a candle and hand mirror in the darkened house. Uh, as they gazed into the mirror, they were supposed to be able to catch a view of their future husband's face. There was, however, a chance that they would see a skull or the face of the Grim Reaper instead, indicating that they were going to die before they would have a chance to be married. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So Bloody Mary, originally the ritual started off as a basically a a clairvoyancy um divination spell like divination ritual to see if you were going to uh, like who your husband was going to be or if you were going to die before you married hence why it's called bloody mary um and then the ritual of today bloody mary allegedly appears to individuals or groups of who ritualistically invoke her name in the act of toptromancy which i'm guessing is the divination through mirrors yep okay um da-da-da-da. Uh, this is done by repeatedly chanting her name into a mirror, like like we kind of all brought up. Um, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary apparition allegedly appears as a corpse, witch, or ghost, can be friendly or evil, and is sometimes seen covered in blood. The lore surrounding the ritual states that the participant may endure the apparition, screaming at them, cursing them, strangling them, stealing their soul, or drinking their blood, or scratching out their eyes. Some variations of the ritual call Bloody Mary by a different name, Hell Mary, Mary Worth, or uh, are popular examples. The modern legend of the Hanako-san in Japan strongly parallels the Bloody Mary phenomena or mythology. Um, So it did start off as a monetary gain ritual, but for some reason down the line into the modern day, um, bastardized it, into... it became a bastardized version uh, of like basically um, haunt, like a ritual a ritual uh, phone tag <laughs> until eventually the monetary gain was basically or the, the gain to it was basically removed um, pretty much all the outcomes is the person dying yeah or but it, it did start off as um, like, like in, a, the a current one, yeah, in the current one it's all about yes. the person that's doing the ritual being killed yeah in the, in the modern version. So, it's, yeah. So that's interesting, um, learning about like the original. Also, thank you, Wikipedia. I just want to bring that up like to, for, uh, for I'll, I'll put that in the description below that mm. this, that I just like basically read off the ritual 
as it is on Bloody Mary folklore in yeah. the Wikipedia entry. It's pretty cool, so, though. Yeah. Uh, and it, it, again, like, it's interesting because, like, why is the modern version just you you sit you you uh you 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 summon her and try and survive her like is it is it just another one of those like it's an adrenaline high yeah <laughs> probably like thing or like, a fear like thing or i i feel like it also might just be that like because we now because um between the original ritual and the modern version of it maybe there was some like cuz that was basically the uh become the age of skepticism and like uh and logic so maybe people just did it like it transformed into this other ritual because people were just doing it to see if they could uh, to see if it was real. And then that's where the phone tag thing sort of happened, where it just stopped being the divination ritual and just became a let's summon this thing to see if it's real or not. Yeah. Kind of ritual. Yeah. It's sort of like a like a test your bravery, you stupid, stupid person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. However, even in that situation, you're only endangering yourself, not everyone in your entire family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, still, the the reason for like summoning them is is summoning the devourer, which is the reason we're here. It's um, the difference between Bloody Mary being a, a revolver to the head and the devourer being a small bomb. <laughs> a small bomb, but it's everyone in your entire family. <laughs> so an atomic, not just bomb. your house, <laughs> a dirty your bomb. entire family, like extended family. <laughs> yeah. It's basically a, a dirty bomb, <laughs> just wipes yeah. out an entire, like, like an entire like family tree. Yeah, yeah, pops that tree down real good. Yeah. All right. It, um, and my point on, on the actual, the rest of my note on uh, the actual ritual is, I, I didn't um, think that like it might be a translation thing, but I didn't think the summoning ritual would be as blatant with its wording. Yeah. To the point that through the ritual, like hearing the words of it, you know exactly what this thing is going to do, which is also kind of spoilers. Yeah, because it also, like, as you're reading it, like, I, I wonder, I imagine just being like the friend is like, hey, let's go, let's, let's, let's do this, uh, the silly, like, Bloody Mary style ritual and see if it happens. Like, okay, haha. And then it's like, all right, we've got to read this invocation. It's like, all right, so, um, uh, I invoke the Lord of Hunger, Pain, Destruction, Lord of that which exists between desire. Oh, wow, that's fine. Keep going, <laughs> going on. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. That's fine. Um, the one in which we will give our heads as as a trophy. I don't know about this anymore, Larry. <laughs> Is what the kid would say. <laughs> Insanity, and when we're desperate, <laughs> like I just imagine yeah. being that kid. <laughs> Or that friend, or like, like thought it was a harmless thing, and then you're reading like basically the finer, like the finer points of the uh, of the contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, how about no? Uh, yeah, it's like, I, yeah, exactly. Yeah, actually, that's a good comparison. Rituals are like you're just reading the main reason that you're signing a contract, but this one is like you're reading all the fine print. Yeah, and, like, and accepting you're, you're saying that it's okay for the devourer to do all these things. Yeah, and then when you say I invoke the devourer, it's you signing the the contract, which makes sense because demons tend to be all about contracts and and pacts and agreements yes. and geeses and stuff. So just normally don't make the fine print so bold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they usually tend to hide that. But this this devourer is like, hey, look, you read the whole, you've read the fine print, and you still sign the you sign the contract. I am contractually obligated to kill your dumbass. <laughs> yeah, your entire lineage, actually. <laughs> yeah, to wipe out. I, I'm really just a Darwinism. <laughs> yeah, I'm just a Darwinist. 
Yeah. <laughs> funny if the dude who became the devourer, his name was Darwin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and the next paragraph after that, or actually the, the actually kind of tied to this aspect of the of this entry, um, where we get into like uh, from when the lights go out, and then in his mind he sees eyes watching him. And the devourer seems to just like the, the description for the creature or for the demon seems to be just like eyes and like uh, like just something watching you in the dark. Um, we never actually get a full description of what the creature is in the story. We do get an image of uh, or a photo, which doing some some uh, some half-assed Google foo and some uh, and also with the help of some uh, some threads on Reddit, I was actually able to find the photo and w- like find the origin of the photo that is given. So the creature itself. Or the photo is of a giant gnarled hag-like creature devouring uh, a girl uh, from her bed, um, and that's actually a photo of La Llorona animatronic from the 2012-2013 Spooky Maze at Halloween Horror Night for Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, as far as image, yeah, like yeah, I actually I googled it, like I image googled it, the uh, the uh, the photo, and I came across. Horror, uh, Halloween Horror Night for Universal Studios uh, Hollywood. So when I googled that, all of the images were mostly um, of that scene and a few other ones that were similar. Is it black so, and white even? Or yeah, was that yeah, like, yeah, edited yeah. for this? Uh, black and white, um, there's some color versions, but there, yeah, there's, uh, if you Google um, Halloween Horror Night uh, for, um, on Google Images, uh, hmm. most of the images will be of this uh, from different angles even. So oh, okay. and it's just an animatronic that they did for the. Uh, it was, I think it was for the La Llorona. Uh, either no, La Llorona came out recently, not 2012, 2013. So yeah, like it was basically like they they chose the La Llorona urban legend, um, uh, as a as a as a theme for one of their spook mazes. So yeah, see um, the thing like the information you're looking up is it prior 2012. Yeah, it's uh, yeah the 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 spooky maze. Uh, th- this animatronic was for the spooky maze of 2012, 2013. So it's around oh, the same time. New like then. It was, yeah, it was out on the internet uh, at the time. Which it's possible people... that that may have been inspiration to write an actual story for it, or yeah. a different story for it rather. Possibly, yeah. yeah. Um, as far as the imagery goes, uh, it certainly is a creepy image uh, in the photo um, of something that well devours. Mm-hmm. Um, However, I actually, while I was reading the story, I didn't really have much of the photo in, like, I, I because I was reading all this in a translated Google Doc, I didn't have the photo on standby, so I was kind of just coming up with my own kind of image for the Devourer based off what we got. Mm-hmm. And I, I came up with two ideas based off the multi-eyed entity that is not entirely human based on, like, like in contrast to the photo that we got. Um, I could see it being, like, I could see it utilizing uh, actual angel, uh, angel imagery um, given the kind of significant spiritual beliefs that are in Brazil, um, and not the humans with wings iconography of in- angels, but like the older, more inhuman, and even borderline alien forms, alien or uh, angels took uh, or were depicted as being, like the the pillars of fire with dozens of wings or hundreds of wings attached to that, with thousands of eyes in those wings. Um, and there are weirder descriptions, like that's a general description. I think of a seraphim. Um, so you could go with that kind of like idea of where the, the devourer is some kind of like angel creature of like retribution. Like maybe it's, maybe it is actually an angel and this is like kind of a, um, uh, what's the, uh, the word it's, a 
when when a when a sting operation for for heaven. <laughs> it's like, oh, you're you're summoning demons. Well, guess what? You summon the wrong thing, motherfucker. <laughs> like kind of like a wrath from God, like Old Testament kind of thing going. What's a sting operation? The sting operation because like um the devourer is hi- is hiding it as a ritual but instead of re- summoning a demon like you know, like the like the uh like it's set up is you're actually summoning this angel this old testament old go- old angel creature that will devour you before sinning and by summoning like a demon that's what i meant by that do you get it okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> and then the the other idea I had is me just kind of going back to my old tromping grounds of uh, of old uh, old Lovecraft and and cosmic horror, um, and just have this thing be like um, just you uh, like based off its description of eyes and and devouring and stuff like that. Um, I would probably go along the lines of like the flying polyp or more specifically the Shoggoth, which are described as having many many eyes and mouths. Um, that form and vanish on a whim. And when they are devouring some, a victim, they have been described as decapitating them first. Um, I think there's a bit more to play around with here, um, given what you read versus the photo. Because the photo is really just La Llorona eating somebody, or like an old, like a, a night hag eating somebody. Whereas the description in the story kind of gives this thing more of a, an inhuman appearance to me, at least when I was like reading it. Um, it doesn't describe the way it looks, though. It, it gives us very vague things, like the eyes at, uh, in their in their minds, and then like the children's yeah, victims in, and stuff like that. Yeah, so, but that's not that's not the monster at all. I don't know. You could easily it's just the way make that the that monster, monster is watching. Yeah, I don't know, like, but we don't get it. Like, that's the only th- information we get about the monster is description. So that's kind of what I like, where I went off with my head. Because again, yeah, there is a photo with this, but when if you're just reading the story, there's you can kind of come up with like an even weirder monster um, based off the what limited description we have. Mm-hmm. Um, which again and again, like uh, this is just my own personal opinion uh, because. I like uh, as we've stated on the store the show before. I fabricate a lot of shit from scant details, <laughs> like shotguns. Um, yes, shotguns with eyes and teeth and thorns and um. So yeah. Anyway, um, yeah. It's, uh, you could even have like this. Yeah. So basically, what I'm saying is like I I kind of like I I was for some reason picturing this whole thing the whole time. This just wall of wall of flesh and eyes and teeth and maybe even victims heads like mounted on like parts of it, like a trophy or like maybe even on chains. <laughs> so. Still the story. Your mind will always make something creepier than what's actually there. Exactly. Mm-hmm. For me, when I was reading this first thing I usually do when you give me creepy pasta, I probably shouldn't do it, but I do it anyway, just because I need to know roughly how much time I'm going to need to invest in it in reading it. As I quickly yeah. scroll down it to see how big it is. Yeah. So when I scrolled down, I'm like, okay, oh, there's the end. Ah, there's a picture of the end. Ah, it's kind of creepy. Okay, cool. That's what it looks like. All right, moving on. So from the whole story, I was, I had that image in my head as that's what the devourer is. Yeah. So because of that, when the uh, the eyes and the walls showed up, I see that as being the creature. It's just basically that's the way that the creature is um, observing its victim through hell. Okay. 
gets opening up little eye portals in the walls and shit and looking through them. And then like the uh, the, the the children in the dreams are basically just like the uh, the bound spirits that the creature has and just like kind of sending off like a, a warning or like kind of just a like it, they're, they're, they're its harbinger or it's um it's a uh, it's emissary before it shows up proper it seemed like it was a combination of um of the actual children's spirits trying to warn the kid and also them being puppeted by the demon because kind of got like, a bit of a example, line vibe them there. saying for example them saying like you have to kill your parents situation like i i don't, I don't know if that would be the actual kids trying to help or if that's the demon trying to just fuck with the kid. It could also go either way cuz I mean again we're 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 dealing with a um uh, a like from my very base understanding of Brazilian culture and stuff. Um they do have a like a it, it does seem like they have a strong um uh focus on like the spiritual um like the on the spiritual self versus the the physical self. Mm. So maybe like killing your parents like They'll be saved. Their souls will be saved and go to heaven because they were just murdered. They weren't suicides. Um, but then your soul is condemned, so you might as well save your. Uh, if if they're going to get eaten and, and claimed by this creature, you might as well kill them to get to save them from the fate worse than death. Yeah, it's either they get killed by the devourer and get brought down into hell to be slaves forever, or you kill them and they go to heaven. Yeah, and to be fair, that's also like generally something that. Um, uh, certain like uh, Christian beliefs are are more focused on is like uh, the 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 afterlife versus the um like the eternal versus the uh, the here and now, um mm-hmm. like it's it's better to it's better to have your soul saved than to um to have survived physically. So, Mikey, are you going to comment on any of this? Uh, well, my issue with the picture is that they're devouring the person's feet and not their head and or stomach. Yeah. Yeah. Eat whatever the hell they want to eat. Maybe, let's see, maybe they, maybe they, maybe they chomp off the, 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 the head, but then like, no, we, we do find out that they, their stomachs were also taken, but. <laughs> For all we know, the creature eats the legs first so they can't leave then eats the face and then eats the stomach. Yes, but my counter my counterpoint in defense of Mikey, the East stands for evil, <laughs> is um, that the legs missing were not mentioned in the in the in the initial murder uh, description. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're wrong. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Yeah, that's a pretty big thing to omit from the murders. They're also yeah. missing their legs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, technically, the parents were killed. Uh, oh no, the parents weren't killed by him. It was the other, it was the 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 friend who killed the, his parents. He, uh, little brother, didn't get a chance to uh, to do that uh, to save his his parents' souls. So, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. Really, who, to... who are you to judge to like? Judge this monster. He can eat people however he wants to eat people. If he can the, eat however just in the story, that. he eats people head like uh, their stomach and their head. That's fine. But maybe last week ate someone feet first because he was feeling more sadistic and he wanted them to live the whole whole way. You yeah, maybe can't he judge him. Or, or like, and then like the the week before that, he was he was a little peckish, so he got some finger food by eating their hands. Yeah, totally. 
Yeah. Or maybe he devours the entire body and then just regurgitates the stuff that isn't the head and stomach. Oh god, so it's like a fucking anaconda. Which, being in South America, might be an interesting take for the monster, actually. <laughs> yeah, kind of rooted more in the uh, the land. Yeah, okay. Okay. Maybe. But it's all really conjecture from, and just our assumptions, because we don't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Next time on Cult Busters, review cultists will summon the devourer <laughs> using the ritual at hand. <laughs> yeah, or not. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess you guys might fall under that, too, because <laughs> you're my friends and family. <laughs> is it friends as well, or is it just family? Oh, that's true. Yeah, if it had been uh, friends as well, the the uh, the 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 guy, the kid wouldn't uh, uh, have had like some time between his friend dying and him. So, yeah, it's true. All right, it is friends as well because well, no, they both did the ritual. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so they were basically yeah, they were both kind of fucked. <laughs> yeah, if his friend did the ritual and he didn't. He still got killed, then yeah, it'd be friends as well. But no, they oh, were God, both. So just, yeah. Also, I just realized so the brother actually fucked himself because it seemed like um, yeah. the creature didn't get him while he was in uh, while he was in Brazil or like uh, while he was in uh, while he was out of Brazil. It wasn't until he came back to Brazil that the creature got him. Yeah, that's the whole ending. Yeah. No, I, I just I I just kind of clued into that one facet of the ending. All right, uh, but if that's the end of that entry, uh, if we have nothing else for 0707-2012. First one or the second one? Have you done the second part yet? <laughs> yeah, there's oh, two right, the same two thing. Yeah, okay, seven. so on to the next entry, which is 0707-2012. Uh, <laughs> for time. I guess, yeah, it must be. Uh, I have nothing for that section, to be honest, so. I have something. Uh, right. My my friend called me desperately saying that he dreamed of several children crying and they were without their heads. Yes. So how does one form tears if they have no head? You would not believe how many comments. I, I Google translated <laughs> every comment for this story. <laughs> and the really? majority of them were, how, do they, how are they looking or staring or doing anything without their heads that you described? <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, it's, it's, the it's, staring, it's a popular question. The staring, I would give a light pass just by the body facing yeah. you, Obviously, not yeah. moving. But the crying is like I don't know. Maybe they're just bleeding from their neck hole, Does or maybe count? the maybe the eyes are maybe the the heads are still there. They're just like floating off to the side or something. <laughs> oh, maybe, or maybe it's more of a whining. Than a crying, so it's the sound oh, yeah. of it's a gurgling as <laughs> like just the <laughs> the the blood like sprout, spouting from the uh, from the neck wound. Yeah, you're right. It might be the sound, not the, the visual. Yeah, hard to know. Yeah, because he also hears the word. Like here, they're talking. Like so, presumably, like it's a disembodied voice that they're hearing because it's yeah, their spirit. So what? Yeah, it's spirit stuff. They they can do whatever they like. Mm. Mm. Um, 
but yeah, that is a that is definitely a common question and critique on that on that part is like, how are they bleeding? How are they crying blood? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, hang on. It's like, and he woke up. He saw in his claws a head without eyes with blood running through every hole and head and heard the falling words. Okay, so there is a there is a head. It's just floating or something, I guess. Well, that's after he's already woken up. No, but what right, he's saying yeah. is in the dream it might be a decapitated child with the head floating above its neck. Yeah. Um but yeah, in the dream oh. he does say like children crying and they were without their heads. So like how are they crying without heads? Yeah. It would be like a wailing like sound that's coming from the from the, the stump, basically. Hmm. You just literally say crying, um where is it? Several children crying and they um with severed heads next to them. Like, with their severed heads near them. Yeah. And those severed heads, blah, 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 were crying, you know? Yeah. Mm. Same time, though, if I heard this, I, 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 would, I would hope somebody would give me a pass for writing, uh, for writing, a sh- uh, writing this down as shakily as I was. <laughs> After seeing all this crap <laughs> and then writing this down. Mm. And again, this is also all translated, so we might be yeah. getting the wrong feel from it. Yeah, we might, there might be something that's lost in translation as a result. So, mm-hmm. so anything for the second bit of there, or we can move on. You have more, Mikey, or no? No, I'm done. Okay. Mine is essentially this whole section is just stated facts. But there's no thoughts of Little Nair, who is a, who I'm referring to, the young <laughs> Little Nair. Yeah, he's Little nice. Nair, and then Nair yeah. is is the the older brother. But there's no thoughts of Little Nair about like if he believes his friend or not. He just wholeheartedly you know, believes like, that. I know, but this my whole point is it's all just facts here. There's no internal thoughts like what you would put in a journal. Yeah, that's true. Like, he's just like my friend again, called me this- and said all this. But after that, it would be like I'm really worried about him. I wonder if he's going to be okay. Is the monster really real? You know, there's no questioning or internal thoughts put um, well, into a journal, which you would normally do. That's think. true. Um, two things do come to mind. Um, one, uh, he is a 13-year-old, so he might just straight up believe his his friend. Um, the second one, again, I'm not an expert on Brazilian culture, um, but from what I've gleaned from, like, uh, from urban legends, uh, from like uh, from looking researching like urban legends, or like wa- or, uh, looking up urban legends from other like countries and stuff, there does seem to be kind of a very strong superstition um, within the culture that like yeah no La Llorona exists or like oh no yeah this creature the, the, it, like they treat them like fact not just like is this actually real kind of thing. Um, okay. And again, like given the kid's young age, he might it might be even stronger in that like belief or like fact thing. I do. I understand though where you're also saying where like there should be some more like thought things. That might also be a translation issue, but I'm not sure. There's no words there about his thoughts on this situation. It's just here's facts. And what's even weirder is he knows these facts because he read the book. So he's describing yeah, uh, facts to his journal that he already knew because he read the book. He's yeah. not saying it like I read in the books today that this is what happens when they take you. It's just Elantri already knowing all these facts. He'd be like, "My friend called me today, and 
he's suffering all the effects that the devourer um, ha- uh, does to his victims, but they're not happening to me or nothing. Like there's okay, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. Fact. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I guess that's marks against it. <laughs> Doesn't feel like a uh, like a personal journal. It's just like kind of a notation, just some log entries. <laughs> So, yep. Uh, okay, so on to the next one. Um, so oh, this is 07. I, I don't really have anything until the very last one. So, uh, okay, Mikey. Uh, I, I have nothing. Okay. We really have something for every part. So, um, his friend being dead and his friend's family being dead. And my note here is really just his lack of contact with his friend because it's been eight days since the last entry. And there's been no entries about keeping tabs on his friend and like seeing if he's okay or nothing. He's just, he's dead. Also, he died exactly how the Devourer does it. So why would he assume that the friend did it? Did like the killings? Because it's saying like yeah. the, friend, the friend did the killings here. Yeah. It, um, hmm. yeah he point, just he summoned the dream. So he just summoned the devourer eight days ago, and the devourer's entire deal is he kills the summoner and that summoner's entire family. So then eight days later, when his friend and his entire family dies, he's like, "My friend is dead, and so are his parents. He killed his parents and then killed himself." Wouldn't he immediately assume yeah. that the Devourer yeah. did it if he's so... It does feel like he believes in the Devourer so much? Um, no, yeah. because there's no Devouring um, going on. <laughs> if the... Oh, yeah, if maybe... The, yeah, we don't, we don't have inform- enough information. Yeah. yeah. If Little Nair's uh, friend killed his parents and himself, then he saved them from the Devourer. Yes. So there but would how be does no he missing know that heads. That happened? Um, I think what we're missing in this entry is that like um the 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 little Nair um should have like said like the police have said that uh that his parents were killed and then he killed himself. Kind of thing. Like like have some kind of authorities or something like that, or some like like third like a second party um come to play or like that he like heard from tell him that the, this happened. Or like maybe that like cause yeah. That's kind of the like. That's who would have found out about that, or who would have gossiped or rumored about that. Would someone have told a thirteen-year-old kid exactly how his friend and his friend's parents died, whether or I mean, not they were eaten or shot or stabbed or something? Would they I tell mean, a thirteen-year-old? Maybe it depends on. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I for, uh, for in our in our in our country, no, probably not, but. I don't know. Like it depends on like where you live, right? Like some places are yeah. are worse off than others, or some places are more grown, like more mature. It's not worse or off. More, <laughs> not worse off. I, I didn't mean that. I meant like, but they're more like it's more dark or kind of like a more of a, a kind of a grown up um, yeah. reality that people that that even kids live in in certain countries. Mm. So kids are kind of like sheltered from most things up here, like constantly, so they don't yeah. get to know anything. Yeah, like for us, like I think that's also like another thing, like like maybe a loss in translation thing for us is that like 
we're we're basing this off our own experience in our country versus like yeah. another country. So mm. this might be completely believable, and I'm, I'm we're not sure because we don't like I've never gone to Brazil, so I don't uh, I only have like hearsay of what I've seen in the news yeah. and what I've like looked up with stuff. So like adults might be way more open and honest with kids down there, or like yeah, they treat kids um like they're young adults earlier. So it's like yeah, okay, exactly. they're like I mean, they can know this information. They gotta know, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay, so move, can we move on to or move on to the next one, or do you guys have anything more for this one? Oh, move on to the next one. Okay, right. I got nothing. Uh, so, oh seven sixteen twenty twelve. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> uh, gamer. <laughs> yeah. So um. I think there needs to be an email send date here because um, Little Nair's friend, who I'm going to call Larry Henderson, just so he's a freaking name because we're talking about him so much. So Larry Henderson died, presumably by the monster the day before, because I wasn't 100% believing that he actually killed his entire family at this point. <laughs> um, so this email that came in, is it a new email that he got the day after the death? Or was it a couple of days ago? Oh, it actually, like, maybe this a is like, like a confession before he goes and does it? Because, yeah, if it was a few days ago, then it would be Larry in his late stages of his insanity saying, like, goodbye and all that. But if it's after, then it's potentially, like, Larry speaking to Nair through dimensions or something? Yeah. Like a ghost. It's weird that he's just getting an email now, especially, you know, kids these days are always on their emails and stuff. No, I don't know. No, <laughs> it, ended in the it ended up in spam. Because <laughs> it was from hell. <laughs> Cut out for three quarters of that. What? Uh, it's because it was, uh, it was a spam. It, it, it got registered as a spam message, so it ended up in the uh, jump pile. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah. If that's the case, it should say that. Good for you. <laughs> yeah, it's just weird that there's an email he didn't get until after yeah. he died. That's true. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then on to 0805 2012. Mikey, I got nothing. Gamer. Cool. Um. So for me, the visual was a little unclear in the dream. The quote is, uh, actually, first of all, let me read this so I have this information in my head. God, why? Tonight I dreamt, or tonight I dreamed of children with no heads looking at me, saying that my head will be a trophy for him, one that cannot be named. They, were, they are without eyes and cry tears of blood. Please, God, be with me at this time. Okay, I was going to read that anyways, but you already read it, so I need to say it. Um, Yay. <laughs> so, saying this whole thing about the dream, he's asking, like, why? And I don't know, I didn't at the point at the point of reading it know whether or not he was saying, like, why is this happening to me? Because if that was the, the case, it's because he summoned him. However, if it was a situation as in, why did we do this? That would make more sense. But because yeah. it's not really elaborated on i don't really know which thought process the kid's going on yeah there might even be like um again 
some uh not con i don't think connotation is the right word but like the uh some some um expression within the uh the the language that we're just not getting because we translated this yeah exactly. like this might just this might just be like kind of a god help me like kind of prayer thing that he's he's written down oh for sure just, yeah i mean it is but i mean like there might be a little bit more to it than like in the uh in the meaning of it in the expression of it that we just don't register because we're lost in translation <laughs> hmm. I feel like I'm just gonna have like um us like sifting through a fog and just have like translation uh, issue in in like a fog and like sift through it <laughs> for the title card. For like the art. Yeah. yeah. While like a giant hag monster and my like like wall of uh, flesh wall of eyes is just like kind of encroaching on us. Maybe that'll be our title card for this episode. But either way, just to wrap up this section. Yeah. Long and short of it is, it, it would have been better for me personally if it was like, God, why did we do this instead of God, why? Because it sounds like yeah. he's he's saying like, why is this happening to me? Meanwhile, he knows exactly why. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's the feeling I got from it is, uh, I guess that's not the feeling he was trying to get. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Definitely, maybe. Yeah, pretty much. All right, next section. Uh, so this is 08, 15, Yeah. Um, I guess I do have something for this one is regarding the, uh, and we kind of talked, talked about, uh, we talked about a little bit at the beginning uh, with like his, uh, uh, him, 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 we're finally getting like thoughts of the character in, in this journal. It's like, why is it my brother here now? Does he go after my, did, did he go after my brother? Oh God, my God, what did I do? Um, yeah, like uh, it's actually an interesting thing. It's like yeah, like uh, so like it was it like kind of um, I'm almost getting kind of Hachi Shakusama uh, vibes from this, where like the person because the person's not in the country of the monster, the monster ha can't get to it. So like, but now that the brothers come back at the end, like like when we had when I had that small little revelation that, um, earlier, where like because the the brother was fine until he came back to Brazil to to deal with all this stuff. Yeah, but yeah, but he also may have not been fine. Yeah, it might have just if been he like stayed away and got the delivery. It could potentially get to him just through that. Yeah, that's true. Like maybe he like <laughs> now. Just imagine the devourer just going to like the post office and mailing the uh, the 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 journal, and then it bouncing yeah. back between like post offices because the guy was like, "Oh well, I have to go back." He's like, "God damn it, I gotta wait until this thing gets to this guy." So then He's I a can. Freaking see demon. I know, but like, yeah, what? but demons do have, sometimes have rules. Like maybe they have to like need like an anchor to like set, to keep them on this earth on this earthly plane. So hmm. I'm saying like he could potentially possess someone to mail it for him, or he could do like a glamour on himself to look like his old human self to just go and mail this. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hmm. on to the next one then. No, I didn't actually get to my my part. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay, I didn't. I didn't. He didn't have an option to get to his part if he has one. Okay, Mikey, do you have anything for this one? Nope. Cool. Game. Do you have so, um, yeah. So the quote is: uh, "Children tell me to kill my family and to end this, uh, save their souls, and condemn my only mine." So at, at this part, at, the, at this part, blah blah blah. Because it didn't mention 
up until now, the children saying to kill the family until just now. Yeah. So at this part is where I'm like, oh, so maybe Larry did Larry Henderson, his friend, because he doesn't have a name, so I'm giving him one, uh, potentially actually mm. killed his parents then. Because I until this point, until this Still point, know. I yeah. thought the devourer yeah. did everything. It's not clearly said until now. Yeah. Okay. And then on to the next section. Okay. Uh, on to 08, 18, 2012. Um, I actually don't have anything for this journal entry. It's the last like paragraph, which is the... Uh, where, this is the last one. Back to the brother. Oh, which, yeah. Again, right. Okay. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, this is the last section, like another, like, because oh, like, there's no cut. Yeah. Yeah, there's no cut. Yeah. So uh, do you guys have anything for the... Nope. No, Mikey? That's a no. Okay. So hang on. Where is the actual cut? Uh, it's um, uh, the door no, opens. I'm, and then I'm I saying that to myself. I'm not asking you. I'm saying it to myself. Oh, sorry. 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 I'm looking in my notes uh, to try to find it. Oh, I hate this. So I don't... Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, the way that this this ending uh, ending journal entry went, in my opinion, it was a little too structured and playing out like a movie instead of a journal, because the way it is, it's like he's literally with like he has a journal out and he's writing all this down as it's happening. It's it's too in the moment for a journal, in my opinion. Especially with like everything else, it's fine because you can write whatever the hell you want. But in this, like in this stressful situation, it's weird that it's so in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's like I take my camera and diary. Oh yeah, he even says I take my camera and diary and go to my parents' room. So then he's walking to the parents' room with the camera and the diary, and he sees them, and then he describes what he's seeing, and then how he's running back now it's like he's always had always has the diary with him writing while all this is happening it was that's just kind of weird to me hmm. but the way and like considering this is all about his parents being killed and everything it's too chill okay um but yeah the whole thing is just it's too chill until the actual death happens. Meanwhile, this entire entry should not be chill. Like, he's making this entry because his parents have died. So it should, instead of it starting uh, with, I woke up at 3 a.m. with the kids telling me, please wake up, save your family. So I did this and that. He should be starting out with, like, oh god, it killed them. The devourer is here. I was woken up by the children in my nightmares warning me to save my parents, but I was too late. It ate their heads. It's eating them, and it's gonna eat me. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, a little bit more urgency might have been. Yeah, yeah. done. Like, I know I joked at the end there with for control too. Control too. Um, yeah. How dare you? <laughs> hey man, that that is a glorious movie. Um, yeah, the pacing of the journal is weird. Okay. Um, and that's the end of the that section. Oh, nope. nope. so okay. and my next part is essentially just ending of this journal is just 
copy and paste it in the start. Yeah. Which is kind of weird. And for what purpose is my real question here? Because Nair, not Lil Nair, but Nair, copy and pasted his little brother's last thoughts into the start of this whole thing? Yeah. Um, so, well, why? So for me, it felt very cinematic, but it, I could see it. So I liked it because it felt cinematic. Like you get that first bit and then you get the, the kids. I'm thinking, I was like taking it more less of an immersion factor and more of a, like an enjoying a, a, a story and like how they do it. Like I was just basically ignoring kind of the, the immersion. Level. If you want that immersion level of like a journal entry thing, it's going to ruin it because it's kind of done up for style and not actual like immersion. My point Whoa. is it's, word for word copy and pasted yeah so i i'm okay with the story being like here's a scene of this kid hiding while this monster's coming to kill him and then he dies and then it switches perspective to his brother that's fine but it's word for word the same so it's literally the entry and then the entry again whereas the first section should be described in a different manner in a third person watching the kid situation and then the camera pans to the brother, you know, instead of it being the exact same. I agree with you, but I don't. Um, because again, like I understand where you're coming from, but for me, I enjoyed it because it was like, like it, it's a style, it's a stylistic choice. That's, that's what it was. That's all it, it really is. Okay, but like, there it's, is it's also, giving you a tease at the end. You're you're saying that it's giving you a key scene at the start because, like, yes. for dramatic effect, to see what hap- what's going to happen, and then you find it why. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Giving us a glimpse into that. the story before the story starts. Yeah, that's not my problem. Okay, problem. I don't have shut a problem. Up. I'll with shut up. Little Nair dying <laughs> at the very start and then switching perspective. That's fine. My problem is it's copy and pasted the, his exact journal entry at the very start. And Nair is putting this entire thing together, like uh, this whole post, essentially, while like copy and pasting that at the start without addressing it ever. So it's yeah. almost like he, if, if Nair is posting all this on the internet to get word out there for about the Devourer being a thing, even though he's dead, so I guess the devourer would be on his computer posting it. Um, it's it's just it's weird that's not explained. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. And then um, the section where it's talking about like the chiming happening, like the 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 quote is the clock starts to chime, and that means he is coming up to me, and with every chime he comes sniffing my fear. So. What's the deal with this chime? Little Nair is talking about it like it's something tied to the lore of the creature, but it's never said, aside from this moment. Is it just for dramatic effect? I'm going to go with yes. Cool. Dramatic effect. Yeah, it says the clock starts to chime, and that means he's coming for me. Which yeah. almost sounds like he attacks at a certain time, but like every hour on the hour, he switches targets or something. If that was said, that'd be cool, but it's not said, so it just feels weird and out of place. Or it's just a, a dinner bell type thing. Somebody's making it make noise. Because the <laughs> clock starts to chime, though. Uh, no. That's true. Wrong. 
<laughs> I tried. You did. So then um, now it breaks to the... The journal's over and it's doing the break now. So cultists, okay. please continue. Okay, so we're back at Nolan Monroe. Yeah, from there. This is, yeah, this is my last bit for... Uh, this is my, la my last actual thought thing. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not even going to try and read it before like my internet craps out so um so for the ending there it's like oh so this this is like the creepypasta equivalent of losing the game sorry everybody who just lost the game um also the thing that shouldn't be named um that's the the creature and with some of the imagery that we were in the story of like the wall wall of eyes watching and the beheaded children um like kind of thing i was almost wondering if this was like th this could or this could easily be used as inspiration for like a brazilian king in yellow scenario um in uh you'd like or for like from like delta green's take on the on carcosa and uh the, the king in yellow uh mythos um and in for anybody not to know in delta green the king in yellow and carcosa are like a multi-formed being or presence or force of entropy um just constantly consuming or say devouring reality and people alike and then integrating those uh, those like the remains um into a facet of its own self so like the beheaded people warning the next victim in the dreams and beyond could be like a lesser servitors of or or former summoners uh who foolishly conjured up the uh this aspect of carcosa um if, and then like kind of uh, an idea i kind of had with like combining my choose your own horror book uh, this mentioned earlier, that might be the catalyst medium to summoning Carcosa in this way. Um, so kind of like a, a bit of a kitchen idea at the very end here with uh, using this as inspiration mm -hmm. for a King in Yellow game, but set in Brazil and using a Brazilian creepypasta. For some reason, I'm 100% on board with that. I don't know why. Yeah, I know. It's it's a mystery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of like my last bit before final thoughts. Um, by the ending, um, like I think I mentioned earlier that I just got the revelation that the kid, the the the, the that big Nair, um, uh, might have been fine if he had stayed out of Brazil. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I doubt the the demon obeys the the borders of countries. I don't know. I can't cross the border. <laughs> Ah, goddammit, Trump built that wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, top of a passport. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> now, just imagining, again, not to be, that'd be political or topical on our show, because I don't want that. But mm. amidst, like, I don't know if you guys have seen, like, saw those video footage of, like, people migrating out of Brazil and whatnot and basically moving north through South America to get to, like, to the Mexican, uh, to, to either get to Mexico or to get to the Mexican border to cross into America. And like, I'm just imagining like, that's also what the devourer is doing. Like he's just on board. He's with them. <laughs> just slinking in with the, with the rest of them. Totally. <laughs> got one left to kill and he's not in country. God damn it. God damn it. I had to walk all the way across multiple <laughs> countries and get across that goddamn border. <laughs> and that's even assuming that, um, that our Nair is even like, in like yeah that's even assuming it the nair was in like america that's very presumptuous of me yes it is <laughs> but anyway uh do you guys have anything for this last bit before we move on to final thoughts i don't 
I do. So um, first of all, unclear cut to Nair. So a little bit of a grammar thing. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. at least be like, um, spaced down, added down. What's the word for that? Entered down. You hit the enter key. <laughs> well, yeah, in enter, the actual yeah. one, there is a space. Like it's an extra paragraph. Is there? There isn't. Oh wait, not in the uh, the one. Google Doc. No, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, again, All full right, disclosure, um, I gave them a Google Doc as well as the link to the actual site, but a Google Doc with the translation and the, no- and the, uh, the non-translated version. Okay. So we're trying so hard to read this story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> then um, either way, goes on to the photo situation, throwing the, the book and all that. Yeah. Uh, the quote is, I start drinking non-stop and toss my brother's diary on the wall. Then a single fo- photo falls off. I take it slowly and read the following sentence. So I had to read that a few times, the, the sentence itself, yeah. because I didn't understand where the photo came from. I thought at first he threw it and then hit a photo that was on his wall, and the, that photo fell off with the message on it. But I suppose <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's meaning that a photo fell out of the journal. Yep. Being said, it's demons and magic, so it could also have implanted a photo in the photo that's on his wall. Who knows? Surprise! It was a sting operation the entire time! Exactly. <laughs> um, also, just to, like as a quick thing, I just realized um, you probably shouldn't be drinking a lot while also taking antidepressants. No. Generally not yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure people do, but that's generally not a good thing. I mean, he is yeah. in mourning because his family's been murdered, but... Because the sun just came up. Oh, that. <sighs> <laughs> I hate the English language, and I hate you, Gamer in Yellow. That's fine. To be punny at least once an episode, I have a quota. All right there, dad in, uh, father in yellow. <laughs> Got my you father dad jo- You and your dad jokes are ridiculous. The best. Um... But yeah. So, um, next point is essentially just the monster needing its name known potentially, because now you know his story, you know his name, and and the oh, one who shouldn't be named. So now you'll be his trophy. All that. I just realized, so, yeah, on top of being king in yellow, where you can't don't want to say its name, like he or should not be named. I'm not na- I'm not saying the word, but it's also like the like the bye bye man. Oh, the bye bye man. <laughs> Or, or as it is on the internet, Pee Pee Man. It's a meme about the Bye Bye Man. Our silence wasn't confusion to what you said. It was we didn't hear what you said. Oh God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> uh, I said, I said the Pee Pee Man. No, nothing. Nothing. Silence again. Say, say a little louder, maybe. The pee-pee poo-poo man. (laughs) There we go. Got it that time. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) It's a meme. Anyways, I'll move on. I'm just going to leave. Bye, guys. Fine. (laughs) Either way, we sort of talked about that, about him needing... People need to know his name for him to attack them and all that. Why else would he have the photo in there, I guess? This, I guess, only really affects the brother because nobody 
has done the ritual, so we're technically safe. Well, no, we're fine. Of course. It's essentially how he got the brother. I wonder, like, how the photo even came to be in there? Like, maybe it was just because the guy, because the uh, little Nair had his camera and the uh, journal when he went to his uh, parents' room. So he took a picture, but he didn't mention it? Yep. Then the the picture developed and printed. (laughs) Right before he died. Before he died. Did he have a a freaking red room in his house? That's where he was hiding. It was actually just the uh, the the closet they used for like his uh, his photo work that they never yeah. mentioned until now. Develop, hurry up, develop. He's coming. I can hear him. <laughs> okay, I gotta hit this develop. Come on. All right, it's done. Okay, gotta gotta put this into the uh, into the back of the note. No. Ah. Then Devourer's like, oh, you didn't finish your you're developing. Here, I'll finish it for you. <laughs> and then oh, oh that's a good worry. picture. I'll, I'll send this, to, write I'll send this to your brother. Yeah. yeah. This monster is oddly human. <laughs> or at least we're making him oddly human. Yeah. I, I think he's human. Kind we're making him more humorous. He has to be actually humanish. I don't mean visually, I mean thought process, because he had to have mailed this to him. Yeah. And presumably he like that's also how he like he he's he's kind of like uh he's kinda of like the bye bye man a little bit. Yeah. Sorry, the Peepoo Poopo man. Um in that um he uh he wants to be spread like he wants to be like uh, he has to be uh like uh his he he spreads via uh, by victims sending or by like by people finding his stuff and then like summoning him so yeah there's a little bit more work involved than the bye bye man but then um my next point is just on the picture but just the picture being fucking awesome honestly yeah just like when i first well, I mean, saw that yeah, it's, and, it's, and it's, yeah yeah huh? sorry just when I saw the picture, I thought the picture was cool. It's actually well done, considering most creepypastas have not super fitting pictures. So even though this is from something else that I wasn't aware of at the time, so not being aware of that at the time, I was like, whoa, that's a really well done picture for this monster. Yeah. But it still works either way. Cool. Then uh, my last point is essentially just where's the greed in regards to this monster? Because it's like one of his main powers, but he doesn't really, there's nothing to be said about greed happening anywhere in the story. Yeah. So I don't know why that's mentioned, unless that's, again, just something that's lost in translation. It might be. Um, Like something like maybe, again, maybe the brother was called back because the guy was like he 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 saw that like maybe the devourer saw that there was a there was a, a brother but he like was out of the country so he tried to get the country the, the brother back into the country like get his food to him i don't know well that's just his gluttony because he eats everyone but his power is he makes his victims greedy it says that in his power set early on but it doesn't happen to the kids. Like they're never acting greedy or doing anything different. He just stalks them and then kills them. Yeah. Yeah. So it's weird. That's even mentioned. Look, I was trying to find something, but I, I just, yeah. <laughs> Fine. 
I was really just pulling at strings. That's all I got for notes on this. All right. So uh, I guess on to final thoughts. And uh, yeah. it's a pretty simple pasta. Um, like reading through it, it, it's got aspects that I've read before in 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 creepypastas. Um, it's got some, but it's got potential, and it is kind of, I guess, a gateway drug to like creepypastas that aren't in our language, that are aren't in English, uh, as it it does kind of leave me with some more curiosity about like what else can we find beyond our the borders of of English speaking countries. Um, cause again, like as I've, I've recently found out, there's actually a large, um, set of communities, uh, in other, in other countries like, uh, Brazil, Japan, um, uh, Japan has like a ton of, uh, of fandom for uh, creepypasta, um, well, both, sure. the ones, both the popular ones here, but also like there, which makes sense. Cause I mean, like a lot of their urban legends are kind of like, they predate creepypastas. And they're also sometimes some of the inspiration for like, uh, Kuchisaki Ona. I was talking to somebody about. Uh, the it's the one that the slip uh, the slip mouth woman, and uh, the the person who for, uh, who came up with the Jeff the Killer story originally, um, uh, apparently said that that was an in, a, a a good inspiration for the original like imagery for Jeff the Killer. So, um, see you, you're like raising their their bar, and then you mention that Jeff the Killer is based on them. It's like, uh... <laughs> well, that's your personal bias, but um, you hate Jeff the Killer too. Shut up. <laughs> uh, anyway, um so yeah, I'd be interested I'm interested to see now like what else like we can find and um if some if any of you are out there like uh from the uh, from from other countries um that have creepypasta communities that like and and you guys write your own stories um Please let us know, like what, which, like if you guys have one that you want us to take a look at, like we'll, we'll, we'll do our damnedest to try and translate it and and review it and and discuss it, <laughs> uh, like we did with this one. So, um, yeah, uh, for this story specifically, um, like for like my verdict, um, I, I I'll partially recommend it. Um, like it's it's a short one and it's it's an interesting it's it's definitely an interesting monster. Uh, even if it's not super different from horror stories that we've read before, uh, or like of boogeyman monsters kind of thing, um, yeah, I, I'll partially recommend it. And it also, again, it got me to check out like some other creepypasta sites that aren't necessarily uh, in my my wheelhouse. So that's my recommendation, Mikey. Oh. Okay, <laughs> you're up. <laughs> I tried whispering. <laughs> I tried whispering your name. You're up, buddy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, as you mentioned, it is short. Uh, there are some problems with visualization of the dreams, like the kids with no heads that are crying. Um, so, it's, as we explained, it's simple enough to just say the heads are there, just they're not attached to their necks. Yeah, it's like nearly headless Nick, <laughs> except headless. <laughs> yeah. So, and for me, the picture didn't make much sense because, like I said, the it shows them devouring the feet when the devourer devours heads and stomachs. So, 
I, I'm going to give this a partial recommendation. Okay. Just because it, as a ritual pasta, there's not much there. Like, we don't get a lot of the, the ritual, ritual side of things. We get more of the action side of things, which is yeah. what I like. So. And it basically just straight up tells you, like, you're going to die if you do this. Don't do this. <laughs> yeah. Like, here's literally the consequences. Like, here's an example, like a full fleshed out example is what will happen if you summon this thing. <laughs> mm -hmm. All right. And I guess gamer. Um, I guess overall, uh, overall, I'd probably recommend it. I did have notes on every single section. It worked all bad. <laughs> I did have notes on everything, which is normally a bad thing. However, uh, I did have to do like a light pass on the grammar and all that as translated. But that being said, it was nice to just kind of overlook all the grammar shit and just be like, I'm just going to focus on the story here. You know, I don't have to worry about grammar in yellow. It's fine. So that was kind of a breath I mean, of fresh air on. I mean, Mikey will. Uh, I'm sure he's just like is uh, is rebounding from uh, from cold from going cold turkey on this one, but <laughs> hmm, possibly. But that being said, the flow of the story is a bit off, in in my opinion. The intro of Lil Nair being killed only added confusion to the story right out of the gate because it wasn't explained why he was there and all that, like I was saying, mm -hmm. and being copy and pasted from the start instead of it being a, a the same scene just from a different perspective, would have been better, in my opinion. Uh, I wish the story ended with it being as a script descriptive as the start was. Like, start is trying to be a third-person, or at least the way I saw it, is trying to be a third-person perspective, looking down at um, Big Nair, and he's be like, oh, damn it, my, my family's been killed. And, oh, look, there's my brother's... Um, diary. I'm going to open it up and start reading it. And then he starts reading it. And him reading it is us reading it. And then yeah. by the end be like, well, I, like after closing the book, all I can do is wonder, blah, 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 blah. And then immediately like the devourer is there. But because there's like hours of time cut out of the events at the end, it's it's kind of glossed over what happened and how quickly like it has less impact because the devourer isn't immediately there. It's hours later after he read it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it'd be more vicious. Vicious if Nair like describes what happened to his family. He sits down, opens the journal, reads it, shuts it, and then monsters there. Um, but yep, overall, yeah. I do like the story. Whether it's my head cannon ending or the one we got. There's uh, some mixed info about his powers in there, which is kind of weird. But regardless, with all that stuff happening, I still like the story enough to recommend it. All right. Cute. Uh, then I guess that was this week's episode. So if you like what you heard, or if you didn't, leave us a comment in the comment section below where this gets posted, whether it be on Podbean, Facebook, YouTube, or Tumblr. You can also send us emails at aldenterigamortis at gmail.com. That's A-L-D-E-N-T-E-R-I-G-A-M-O-R-T-I-S at gmail.com. Where you can also send us creepastas, SCPs from North America or abroad. 
Um, if you're one of our listeners from uh, from other countries that uh, have uh, a story or have a creepypasta that you uh, that you read on your uh, uh, in your own language and uh, you haven't seen it in, as an English adaptation, uh, send it to us because we will give it the same kind of treatment as we've given <laughs> the Devourer, and that is not done. That is not saying anything bad about it. Like we gave it, we tried to give it the uh, the same. Um, same uh, treatment as we've given every other creepypasta on this show. So, um, if you'd like to uh, get in contact with us on Twitter, um, Mikey is at the E stands for Evil. The Gamer in Yellow is at the Gamer in Yellow, but without that W because his name is too long. And I'm at Review Cultist. Uh, if you'd like to help support the show, you can go to Patreon, look up Al Dente Rigamortis, and select the back tier you'd like to support us at. We have two dollar and five dollar tier with special episodes, early access, extra content. For the patrons that are already helping support the show, thank you guys immensely. You're helping keep those hosting bills at bay, and we very much appreciate that. And to our listeners, um, again, globally, uh, thank you guys, because without your listenership, we wouldn't have much of a show. And to the writers of these stories, thank you guys immensely, because without you and your stories, we really wouldn't have much of a show. So thank you all the same. Um, until next time, I have been your host, Review Cultist. I'm Mikey. The E stands for evil. And I'm the gamer in yellow. And this has been Aldente Rigamortis. Bonnut. Actually, should I do this in like the the a Portuguese greeting? You need to translate your greeting. Hey, I gotta see the I gotta see what the greeting is. Uh, what a greeting is in in uh, in Portuguese. This is gonna be bad. This could be your worst idea ever. It could be worst or best. All right. <laughs>